Hello and welcome to Easy Operations, episode 43. My name is Ron. Today is February 14th. It is Valentine's Day and my date this tonight, I guess, is uh, Mondo. <laughs> was that a horse or a school girl? School girl giggle? <laughs> okay. That was horrible. All right. Well, uh, unfortunately, James cannot join us today. He's probably doing the right thing and uh, being with his wife and hanging out and doing all the things you need to do on Valentine's Day. So we wish him the best. And wish you the best, bud. Welcome back, Mondo. Uh, what have you been up to since we last uh, spoke? Ooh, man. Uh it was a busy weekend for all of us. Uh, mine, you know, had to go through uh, Friday through Monday. Uh, went to a Clipper game on a Monday. Day before that, you know, as you know, 10 days removed from the Super Bowl. And then on Saturday, you know, went to my uh, first ever uh, Ska Wars, which is like uh, a bunch of Ska Wars bands. Ska bands, sorry. Uh, getting together and putting on a, a good show for, you know, for everyone there who loves that type of music. Uh, I'm fairly new to it, and I'm really digging the sound. And lately, I've been I've also been going to Clipper games, so uh, I'll get into that a little bit more. Uh, you know, for the Clipper games, man, you know it's a pretty pretty odd season to say the least. You know, my uh, boy Blake Griffin got traded. DeAndre Jordan didn't get traded, so you know that's a bit of hope. But I'm pretty sure by the end of the season, we're gonna say goodbye to DJ. That's fine. You know, Jerry, uh, what's his name? Jerry West. Yeah, he's a yep. He's a man with a plan. So you know what? Sometimes you uh, gotta rock the boat a bit, and that's what he's doing. I forgot he was um, involved with the team, right? Like you don't even know he's there. Yeah, exactly. He's such a big name. If, if he was with, if he if he was still with the Lakers, like you would know. Oh yeah, you know Jerry West is doing all this, but you know after he moved to what was it, um, Memphis, he helped make that team become what it is, and you know just solidified a, a good defensive uh, identity over there in Memphis. And then when he went over to the Clippers, what was it, about a year ago? Probably. Yeah. It wasn't really like a big thing. It was just like, okay, we got him. Well, (laughs) you know what I mean? This guy knows what he's doing. You got to give him some time. And and now that I know that it it was him that was kind of behind all these changes, uh, perhaps uh, it it wasn't such a bad move and they're looking out for the future. And I hope it's a good future. So far, you know what? They're they're pretty good after the trade. Uh, Been going to the game with my girlfriend and our record so far is one and one our first game you know they kind of lost you know you know i'm just joking here i was just kind of like mm, should i keep going with my girlfriend to these clipper games usually my date <laughs> would have been james and i'll be honest i'm not i'm just putting it out there you know going with james undefeated so far <laughs> not including the playoffs but you know what we did get a win we went uh, last saturday and the Clippers won, so our record right now is one and one. Still love you, babe. You know it's Valentine's Day. I, you know, I do have a gift for you. So, you know, try not to uh, hit me next time I see you, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's not talk too much about sports. This is the pop culture, movies, video games podcast. Oh yeah. And uh, you know that is true. We'll get right into it. So, as for myself, I haven't been doing too much, uh, but I did get a chance to watch uh, this documentary called "The Farthest Voyager in Space." This is about an hour and a half documentary in which it talks about the Voyager space probe uh, that were launched in the 70s. There was two of them. And it talks about how this is pretty much the farthest thing that humanity has sent out into, um, I guess it would be the solar system or trying to go outside of the solar system. I wouldn't even say galaxy because we're not thinking that 
big of a level. But it uh, talks about all the things that were needed to make this happen, uh, including a record, a golden record that was uh, placed into this, which would send messages about humanity, have some music that was typical of the day. And I think you can actually stream that on Spotify if you're curious about it. And uh, cool. this this was responsible for bringing a lot of major important photographs uh, from some of the exterior planets in the solar system that uh, we didn't know about or, or given us much better looks of things. Uh, basically, anything in the last 30 years or so was because of the Voyager. Uh, so if you find space interesting and you like this sort of thing, I would highly recommend that that's on, available on Netflix. If you like empty space, there you go. <laughs> Um, but that was about it in terms of the movies. How about you? All right. So you know what? I went to go see Den of Thieves with my girlfriend, Angie. And uh, you know what? At first, I was like, oh, you know, Gerard Butler, you know, what, what can he do? And then, you know, 50 Cent is in this. And I'm like, ah, uh, you know, I'm like, I was kind of hesitant. But you know what? It was my idea to go see the movie. And I was pleasantly surprised. This is a great, um, I want to say, cat and mouse kind of deal kind of movie where you're not really sure what's going on, but you see it all unfold. And it was really, really well done. I mean, they show very various parts of Bellflower, you know, kind of like in the uh, Anaheim area and the surrounding cities, which was a really nice touch. And for the most part, this movie is really, really entertaining. Uh, The shots, again, of the city, uh, the overall characters and how they play themselves out towards the end of the movie was really great. I don't want to give anything away. I highly recommend Den of Thieves. I'm not sure who directed, but... Uh, uh, I'll tell you it who was, it was. It was a Christian good guest. You'll recognize him from uh, London Has Fallen, another Gerard Butler movie. Uh, you ever notice how he always likes his talk out of the side of his mouth? <laughs> well, that's Gerard, Gerard Butler, Butler, yeah. By the way, uh, <laughs> Christian good guest was the writer on that um, and he also wrote uh, Den of Thieves as well. So he didn't – this is the first time that he's actually directing, it seems like. Oh, wow. All yeah. right. Well, he did an amazing job. And, again, highly recommend this movie. Um, it, it's just odd because a lot of people go, yeah, you know, it's a good movie. But you know what? I'm surprised a lot of people aren't talking about this movie. It's just amazing acting, even for Gerard Butler trying to minimize talking from the side of his mouth. So. Well, to me, that was a big. Th- this is sitting at a Metascore among critics of forty nine, um, so <laughs> probably a movie nah, that doesn't do well that. with critics. But uh, you it know, doesn't. if you if you like it, they typically don't like action movies as much. So maybe they don't. Um, maybe there's something to it. So okay, well, sounds like it's a good recommendation from you, and that's a Den of Thieves. Den of Thieves. Right. Go catch that. And before we move on, sir, I just want to give a quick shout out to the Super Bowl champs, the Philadelphia Eagles. That's my girlfriend's team. Just want to put that out there. Congrats to the Super Bowl winning team, Philadelphia Eagles. Thank you for beating the Patriots. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations to the Eagles. And if we have anyone that's listening in Philadelphia, congratulations. It's a bit late for us, but uh, I'm sure you guys are still celebrating. And, you know, causing more damage to the city. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going through the show pretty quickly. It's going to be a short show for us, I would say, but uh, let's get into some TV shows. What have you been watching, Mondo? Uh, TV shows. I've been watching anime as of late. Uh, like I said, I was watching uh, Dragon Ball Super in Japanese on uh, the Crunchyroll app. And 
as I mentioned earlier uh, in a previous podcast uh, episode, uh, I was watching the Future Trunks storyline. Uh, finally got done with it. Uh, overall, the storyline was uh, a bit. Uh, I didn't like it, <laughs> only because they kept going uh, back to the future, back to the present, back to the future, back to the present, and all they had to do was, uh, sorry, Ron, but they call this thing called fusion. And basically, they take these little earrings and they put them on the opposite sides. And basically, you had the main character, Goku, and Vegeta fuse into, I believe I want to get his name right, Vegito, became Vegito Blue. But then, uh, like, sometimes anime just drags itself for a little too long. And I felt like this is one of them, the story arc. Um, I was done. I was happy that it was over and done with. Um, Now I'm in getting into some filler episodes. There's like one or two that are somewhat boring. And if you get certain references, great. Uh, there was one episode in particular, which pretty much talks about, you know, it's, it's just about baseball and just like how they don't understand the concept of playing baseball. And it made a great reference to one of the characters, Yamcha, who in the uh, old Dragon Ball Z uh, was, uh, you know, killed by Nappa for those uh, Dragon Ball hardcore fans out there. You know what I'm talking about. So they uh, they did a little uh, Easter egg there. So, you know, go check it out. It's episode 71. But other than that, uh, that's all I've been been able to catch as far as TV shows. How about you, Ron? Well, unfortunately, I can't comment on any of your Dragon Ball information. I, I simply don't know the show. <laughs> but it's all right. Let us know if you give us some show feedback, if uh, you agree with the storyline that that Mondo's watching at the moment. And uh, are you watching that on Crunchyroll or what? Uh, Crunchyroll, sir. Yes, okay. sir. No ads. So I, I love that part. You got to pay for no ads? or? Yeah. I, uh, me and my friend, uh, our friend Goose, uh, we went half okay. and half on the uh, subscription there. So we're Cool. Um, as for myself, not too much, but I did catch up to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, the most current uh, episode of the season. Uh, it seems, I don't know if it's a mid-season finale or not. This, it was the 10th episode uh, but I like I like where this show is going. Um, it's been completely removed when you think about how it originally started as we're here to sort of pick up the mess and investigate uh, things that are happening behind the Marvel heroes. And it's not really become that. They, they went away from that, I would say, rather quickly. Uh, and so now it's just this show that happens to take place in space, at least for this particular season. And I like it, uh, and I'm going to continue to watch it, and I would definitely recommend it. But... That being said, uh, you know, James mentions that it's easy to get into this particular season. I don't know that that's the case. I feel like only if you've been familiar with the show, because it does sometimes reference things from the prior season. But uh, yeah, so. So, mm-hmm. so uh, Ron, let me ask you, if I wanted to get to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, what seasons would you recommend? before this current season? Oh, that's a great question. And honestly, I don't know. The show's been going on so long. This is season six that I don't remember (laughs) enough about what happened. I would say definitely the midway through season two uh, is, I'm sorry, season one is when it kind of really kicked into gear because it it was usually, it started as like a creature or a person that they discover that has powers every week. And it went away from that. And I thought that was for the better. But um I would say, like, man, I'll let James answer this question when we get back. But, you know, it's probably, you know, the last this season for sure. But maybe the season one and two and uh, 
from what you've seen so yeah. far, you know, just all right. Yeah, so, season one, two, yeah. check that out as well. All right. Well, all right, not too much shows. You know, it's just, folks, I've been busy. I've been working, uh, trying, to, trying to work out more my resolutions for this year. So I don't always get a show or a chance to watch everything. It's one of these things that I kind of struggle with in terms of trying to catch up with uh, the show and, and providing new content for everyone. And let us know in the comments, and I'll give the uh, email for us. It's uh, easyoperationsqa at gmail.com. Let us know what you think, how you want us to handle if we don't get a chance to uh, play something new or watch something new. Do you want us to talk about older things or certain topics we want to hit on? Let us know about that. But, uh, you know, that's that's kind of the struggle that I had. But uh, with that in mind, let's go right into the games that we've been playing. Uh, Mondo, you start us off. All right, so I have a few, and uh, we're going to work our way down. Uh, first, I just want to start off with the game that we've been playing for a while, kind of on and off. It's this love-hate relationship with Activision's uh, Destiny 2. <laughs> uh, you know, like about a week and a half ago, there was Iron Banner. There was this odd new rank system, or lack thereof, honestly. I didn't care because I pretty much unlocked everything the first go-around for this uh, Iron Banner. Because it was a second one, if I'm not mistaken, or third? Uh, this was, See, this I, was I at least that. one in season two that kind of had a new style of, of changes in which you can buy the gear up front and things like that. Yeah, so I mean, with me having everything unlocked, uh, I mean, I just played just to see what the season two reward rewards were going to be. And to my disappointment, yet again... It, it was items I already had. So why do I want to keep playing this if I'm just going to get the same items? Um, but then again, we did make a friend uh, not too long ago, uh, showed us these uh, Master Grade weapons in which, uh, you know, it's, again, RNG-based. If we get the drop, we can get these cool Master Grade weapons or armor. And they give you an advantage in PvP, which is player versus player, or PvE, which is player versus everyone. Uh, so that's in-game content versus the you know, versus content. And you know what? That kind of hooked me in, but then I'm like grinding. And then at the end, I I don't know if it's worth it. Uh, That's my dilemma. I don't know if getting all that is going to be worth it. Well, I I do know that it has succeeded in getting you to grind the game. It was something that you were missing. So it accomplished that mission. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think in regards to the armor in which it reduces the damage that you receive when you have your super, you have to have a little more items for it to stack, but it's hard to tell if it's working. But I like the stuff that it drops orbs with weapons. That's cool. And, uh, you know, but these are some things that are just keeping the content fresh. So we'll see. And while we're on the same game, uh, I actually jumped in yesterday with friend of the show, Rooney, to play Crimson Days. These are a Valentine's Day themed event. Very appropriate for today. I thought I was your day. Well, you, I thought you were going to take you me. Mentioned... I thought you were going to hold my hand <laughs> and carry me into Crimson well, you, Days. You mentioned you were going to scale back on your uh, video game time to focus on school. And that's all good. So we uh, we went in and. It's interesting, uh, whereas in the first game, it was uh, elimination in which you had to revive the person. This time, it's more like uh, score-based, and the rounds are pretty short. It goes by very quickly. So score-based in the terms of, uh, you know, they have that survival mode where you have lives. Ah, uh, then they just, okay. Yeah. And uh, the rounds go by pretty quick. I want to say they're like probably five minutes or something like that, if not shorter. And uh, we've been having fun. We've been blasting through it. 
Um, I got a sparrow. I got a emote. So not huge amounts of new gear just yet, but I'm liking the game mode so far, and it's it's pretty fun. See, here's the thing. I heard that um, they were bringing down a an assortment of armor for each of the characters, whether you be a hunter, a warlock, or a titan, and yet they were saying if you grind the PvP aspect uh, of this, then you would have a higher chance of getting the drops. Now, how how many uh, what are they called? The uh, engrams did you get? Yeah, uh, I saw that, and and also these particular crimson engrams. I only got the one you that they start you out with for free, and then I earned one at the end of the evening after maybe a night of playing. And what they're saying is that you're not going to be getting repeats because it's going to keep track of what you've earned. So I haven't gotten any armor. I know they mentioned that as well, but I haven't seen it. So I'm going to have to continue to play it just to see uh, what ends up dropping for it. But I think you would like it if you get a chance to jump on there. And by the way, you can actually match make it. And I did it with a random person. It, it was just fine because everyone knows what to do. And so, uh, yeah, if you pop on at an, at an odd hour, you don't see a sound, just jump in there. All right, sounds good. Uh, may give it a try over the weekend or maybe uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, and Mondo, I'm curious to know, James and I were talking about Monster Hunter World, and we wanted to get your take oh. on this because you got a chance <laughs> to dive in more than any of us. And, uh, you know, what what is the consensus here? If you're sort of new to the series, are you going to like this game? All right, so I'm just going to start off with this is not for the faint of heart, okay? Uh, it's going to be... It or it can be overwhelming if this is your first entry to the Monster Hunter World franchise. Uh, there's a lot to dive into, but what I can honestly say is, if you have a friend who already has this game and has accumulated more than five, maybe six hours of gameplay, has done most of the storyline, stick with that person because they're gonna guide you. You know uh, what do they call them in Destiny? A the, sherpa. Uh, Sherpas. Yeah. There you go. Find yourself a good Sherpa who can guide you into the game. Because believe you me, you're going to ask a lot of questions. You're going to know, hey, uh, what type of weapon's good for me? Um, how do I do this? Uh, how do I upgrade my armor? Best thing I can say is look for a Sherpa. But also, um, my experience, I jumped in there. I had no clue what I was doing. <laughs> um, seriously, uh, Fluxer and Goose, they kind of helped me out for a bit. And after about two, maybe three hours, I started getting the hang of this. Uh, I started, you know, switching up weapons because let me tell you, there's like a, a long katana, a, a gun uh, sword type thing for long range, a bow, uh, dual sword. So whatever suits your fancy because they have like these different play styles. Me, ultimately for the wep in weapon choice, I chose a big blunt hammer. Um, you can charge the hammer and you can start like doing 360 spins with it. Um and it's really good. It's very uh, up close and personal. Uh, it's very close melee style combat with them. So you're pretty much tanking with that uh, with that weapon. If you want to use like a bow and arrow, which I, I kind of did, which was okay. I just felt that if you're going to use a bow and arrow, maybe when you're playing with friends, you can combine that because it's it's all strategy when you want to take down these monsters, which I'll get into because <laughs> that I see like. That's another issue in the game for well, myself. Well, it sounds like it's not um, when you play beginner friendly. If you're saying that it's a little bit difficult, you got to ask a lot of questions. You got to have someone that's been playing this thing for like five hours. That's not really jump in friendly. It's 
It's not, but if you can withstand all that, that high learning curve, it, this is a very deep game that can be enjoyable. Um, the part that confused me and where my frustration grew was that they were telling me, hey, you know, you got to, you know, catch up to us. You got to uh, get higher rank, do the story mode. No. First off, do the story mode in increments. Uh, when I say this, it's that when you do the story mode, um, it's, I believe it, I want to call them assignments, not assignments. Uh, it's at the very top of the menu. Uh, do one or two. If you feel you can't do it on your own, that's when you do assignments. There we go. You do these small little assignments and it's basically these uh, little simplistic things that make you uh, travel around this map. I wish it was open world for one, but I'll get to that. But with these little assignments that like you can get like uh, collect herbs, you level up these, uh, uh, you know, your bi biologists, your research, researchers. Um, so that way you get to know the map where certain animals, uh, you know, kind of like hibernate their area of, of whatever. But basically do those things first, get a feel for the game. And that's when you can start tackling the story mode. My my problem was I did story mode and, and I hated it because it was so difficult. And since everybody else was high level, they were just kind of like, oh, come on, you got to reach our level. I'm like, no, no, wait. Let, let me see a YouTube video over here. And you know what they were saying? They were just like, yeah, hey, do these small assignments. You're going to like that because there is, uh, there's somewhat of a time limit. But once you're done with that time limit, you can go ahead and explore, gather items and whatever items you keep without fainting, which, which means you're not running out of HP and you know reaching that HP at zero. All those items you collect are yours at the end of the game. Now, with that being said, you can also craft, craft weapons, craft different items, different traps, but you unlock those by doing the story mode. With that in mind, by doing those assignments, you're getting ahead of the game. You're getting ready for what's to come. So if you just jump in there, oh, I got to do the story mode, you're going to hate this game. So you can take your time. And I know James mentioned this before. He, he seems like, oh, it's, it's another destiny where you're just doing uh, the same mission over and over. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily. You're only going to do that same mission over and over if you need certain items. That's the difference. Unlike Destiny, where it was uh, RNG, where you get a random item at the end of this mission. In this mission, you already know what you're going to get. It tells you, yeah. hey, uh, you're going to get three items. Uh, I believe it's either bronze, silver, or gold. And they tell you, hey, this is the chances of you getting you know, uh, this item here. But if you faint one or two times, then the items are going the item value is going to decrease itself. So that's a really cool aspect. So you're not going in there blind like, oh wait, I have to do this over and over until I get the right item. No. You get to pick and choose what you feel is going to make or break your character. And, so and I do like you that. actually like this game? Would you say are you going to stick with it? Um with the amount of time I've put in, yeah, I, I kind of want to stick with it. But uh, then again, you know, like I said, uh, I want to concentrate on school at the moment. Um, this is a game where it really takes up a lot of your time. Most of the missions have a 50-minute time limit. And if you're going in there alone, uh, yeah, you're going to spend most of that time just trying to kill one of these monsters. And that's one of those things where you go into the story mode or any of the assignments and it's telling you, hey, you got to kill like this... Uh, Kilu, Kilu, or I'm pretty sure I'm mispronouncing the name. What happens is that you do enough damage, uh, a part of the, the animal itself breaks down, like he'll lose a tail, 
He'll lose a fang. You can pick up those items, but then they start running away from you. They run away from the fight. And then you got to go search for them. You got to kind of track them. Once you do that, it's like rinse and repeat for a few times. So that can be time consuming if you're a single player doing this alone. It goes by very, very quickly when you have two or more players on your squad. Maximum of four, though. And what's really cool, though, if it's, say, if me and you are playing, we have our little, uh, I want to say they're called Palicos, or our little uh, cat friends. Uh, they assist us. They'll give you healing items. Um, they can also uh, pick up items along the way, which is really cool. But once you get to three players or four, um, those cats go away. Those Palico cats uh, just leave the area. So it's pretty much uh, you and your friends just trying to beat the the monsters or hunt them or you can trap them if you'd like i would highly recommend that you trap them because you gather more parts for building better parts of armor or building better traps or weapons all right but man this game is pretty yeah that's uh <laughs> it sounds very complex i don't think i'm going to pursue that <laughs> but uh it sounds like you're enjoying it so that's that's good yeah, so far so good. Um, then also another game that I'm enjoying uh, little by little, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Um, just the other day, I was practicing with Vegeta doing his combos, and I was surprised. I was actually able to finish a uh, uh, you know uh, somebody's combos list or combos moves list for once, um, all ten of them, which was fun. Uh, so you know what. Uh, I got a big head, you know, after I did that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm the man. I'm going to go try, you know, playing ranked. Uh, not so good. <laughs> uh, pretty much I got, you know, my butt handed to me. But then again, I stuck with it. Um, I did eventually get one win. I didn't feel too bad because overall, I believe my record is one in seven. And the person that I got my first victory, I, I saw their record and it was like nine and 38. So I wasn't too bad. You know what? Uh, it's a lot. It's really fun just uh, learning the basic combos and learning that there is a chance for you to win. It's really cool. And we were going back and forth. This game is really fun online, um, but I would really highly recommend for you, Ron, if you ever get this game, uh, do social matches. They'll pair you up with like, you know, people who are even or just under your scale. And you're going to have fun with that, too, because uh, I did social matches for a while, even though it's not recorded in my actual ranked match uh, ID. Um, I was able to get a couple of wins. And most of the time, I had a lot more fun with social social battles instead of ranked battles, because my biggest complaint was I set the menu to get at least three bars or higher. I kept getting guys with red barring on me. <laughs> So, yeah, that's my only complaint. I wish they can uh, fix that. But uh, other than that, it's highly entertaining. Uh, I love the rank mode. Uh, again, if you pick this up, I will play you know, with you in social matches or you can create a cool personalized ring. And people who go within your ring, you can just kind of uh, duel, them, duel it out. Yeah, with them. it's definitely something that I'm going to get into. But I, as I've been doing for, I think, most of the fighting games that have come out recently, there's not a real pressing need for me to get it day one. I'd like to wait for the yes, expensive edition to go on sale. And then that's when I usually pick it up. So um, What's wrong with the there's nothing wrong with edition. that. If you enjoy day one, more power to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, as for myself, there was a Ubisoft sale and the season passes and the downloadable content for all the Assassin's Creed games had gone on sale. And I had mentioned to you guys that I didn't get a chance to play like the older ones with their expanded storylines. 
And so I went ahead and picked up the Assassin's Creed 3 DLC called The Tyranny of King Washington, in which it's basically a like a not a side story, but an imaginary what if storyline of what if George Washington uh, got this powerful device that made him go evil and took over the country. And uh, I think the premise is ended up being more interesting in the story of the game. It doesn't really go into too much of how he got this thing and 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 sort of his fall from grace. Uh, and boy, uh, I'm gonna say that I was wrong. Remember when I said, Guys, I like how the old Assassin's Creed used to uh, control better, and the the and the weapons yeah. and the the battle system yeah. was better. Nope, I'm wrong, and it was very hard to go back to this. It felt so stiff um, to go back to this system. <laughs> I didn't have a lot of variety in weapons. Wow, I couldn't be more wrong, man. This is this is like remember. Wait, what was that? This was remembering things with like you know rose colored glasses. Back, back, back. I, I, was, I was wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> Because uh, it just it just isn't the same. And this particular, it, by the way, this game didn't come out since or was came out in 2012. So imagine trying to go back to something since 2012 wow. and remembering wow. how it played, man. And so that was the thing that was probably the most adjustment period. And you know, you can't climb anything like you can in Assassin's Creed Origins, and uh, so that that's what was tough to get used to. And then on top of that. This particular version of the of the game, it just the city is just filled with so many enemies that you can't take two steps before you're getting mobbed by multiple enemies, and uh, so. Maybe that's a terrible. Yeah, yeah you're right. right uh, in which the city streets have a ton of soldiers <laughs> on it, uh, I guess so. Um, but one of the ways that you can get around it, and it, this is probably the only cool thing about this downloadable content, is that they give you these powers that essentially break the game because basically you get a bunch of spirit animals and there's they split the, this story into three episodes and you have one that really basically makes you invisible. So you could just walk past a bunch of people and you can kill them while you're invisible. You have uh, something where you can fast travel, uh, like basically teleporting to different locations so you can get through the city a lot quicker and then you even have something that makes you basically do the uh, Titan Strike from Destiny in which you kind of stomp the ground and destroy everything around you. So those are really cool things that they would break the game if they were in the proper storyline because there's no need to use anything else. Like once I started using that, I hardly use my other weapons. Um, and it's cool because it kind of goes with like, you know, the main character was like a Native American guy and it kind of went with his spirit animals and, and it went with that storyline and I had some fun with it, but you know, you really got to be a hardcore Assassin's Creed fan to enjoy this one. So, um, yeah. And I went ahead and picked up Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Remember, I told you they had like a Jack the Ripper one. So that's going to be on my oh, playlist yeah. next. So I'll probably report on that next week. So, yeah, just uh, it was a chance to go back to uh, an old game. And uh, yeah, uh, I'm gl- What's your spirit? My spirit animal, animal is a black cat. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so Man, uh, for the remainder of the week, I'm probably going to continue on the other Assassin's Creed one. I think they're coming out with the Assassin's Creed Origins um, educational package that I mentioned last week. And that's free for owners, which uh, I'll get a chance to test out as well. So now let's uh, get into a little bit of news of the week. Mondo, why don't you start us off? 
So this was pretty interesting. Uh, earlier today, a U.S. senator is asking the ER, ESRB to change game rating process in regards to loot boxes. Now, this comes to us as a surprise because they're kind of categorizing this as a gaming slash gambling addiction uh, because of the loot, sits, uh, the loot system itself. Um, but honestly, it is kind of nice to have only because, you know what, in the end, if you look deep down, they want to do what's best for the for the consumer, the buyer. Um, you know, most parents don't know what they're getting into. So if they have something to say like, hey, you know what, we just want to advise you that your son could be making uh, or daughter making some purchases for these items, you know, just uh, giving you a heads up. Now, me, I'm not a parent, but I would like something like that because if I were to ever get my child into gaming, say I had no clue, I kind of want a warning, you know, like, hey, you know, they could be running up my credit card. For all yeah, uh, and it's it's just meant to kind of regulate these these loot boxes have been getting out of control. Um, yeah, and she's just she's asking them to take a look at it, but I don't know if they're going to do it. Um, I know some countries have stepped out with regards to loot boxes to making sure that they advertise how what the percentages are of you being able to get certain items so that you know, oh, it's a rare chance to get this. It makes it a little more transparent. But, yeah, it's it's getting out of hand. And, you know, part of me says Congress has bigger fish to fry than to worry about what's happening in games. But I guess this is not terrible. There's worse things they could be doing. So it's not too bad. Which they Which already they are, are, yes. <laughs> they don't want to tell us. But yeah, hey, yeah. hey you didn't hear it from uh, here, you know. So yeah, that's good it. that they're looking into it, and uh, we'll see what ends up happening with the ESRB. Um, as for myself, uh, gosh, I, I was looking for news, guys, and I couldn't really find anything. Um, I know Black Panther's coming out. We're going to see it this weekend, Mondo. Yeah, any chance you'll get to see it before next week? Oh, yeah. Friday, I'm nice. actually going. Nice. Um, okay. Well, one thing I wanted to mention, I forgot to mention up front, is, Mondo, you got some sort of personal show feedback, uh, not not to our uh, show feedback email at easyoperationsqa at gmail.com. Uh, no one has written that yet, but we're still waiting on it. But basically, you got this feedback in which uh, someone asked, why don't we talk about the music we listen to? Um, it's something that we hadn't thought about. This is typically like movies, TV shows, and video games, but... Uh, I could kind of mention what I've been listening to in, in that it's related to movies, actually, and I'll make it kind of tie all in here, which was uh, on Spotify, I started streaming the Black Panther soundtrack because I heard that Kendrick Lamar was producing it, and uh, I liked it quite a bit. Um, I don't think all these songs are going to be in the movie I, it, because even the album says inspired by Black Panther. So it's kind of like, which is good <laughs> okay. because I, I I like traditional scores. I don't like it when... There's a bunch of songs, and it depends on the movie. But, uh, yeah, I would highly recommend that if you're into uh, rap. Um, it, it's a pretty solid album, and that's typically what I listen to. Um, but most of my time is actually spent listening to podcasts. I listen to a ton of podcasts. Um, there's this one that I recently started listening to called uh, Blank Check, which when it originally started – 
it was an examination of what episode one was about. And they basically try to stretch out all these analysis of episode one into like 10 episodes. It was funny. And they ended up kind of becoming more of a movie podcast. And these guys are really funny. One of them actually uh, is an actor in the show, The Tick. He plays the moth character. What's the guy's name? The moth character? Arthur. Yeah. And so he's actually on that show. And uh, I very much recommend that. And so that's kind of what I've been listening to. Uh, And then I also like... 80s music and uh, Deep House. So that's typically my taste, but I can't name you any artists off the top of my head on, on Deep House. Yeah. How about you, Mondo? Yeah, that's cool. Um, honestly, I, this is going to sound kind of weird, but honestly, I've been out of touch with the rap for a very long time. I'm like, where's Corrupt? Where's, they where's got, the, they the got old. <laughs> that's how old I am. They got <laughs> old, just like I did. So, um, so whatever my girlfriend listens to, I'll listen to because she has a uh, a wide range of uh, music uh, tastes and likes out there. So I'm kind of doing the same thing. I'm starting to listen a li- to a little bit more of my own people's music, which is como mariachis, you know, Vicente Fernandez. Even though, honestly, I'll be like, who's that? Like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> so I feel kind of bad. So, uh, you know, I'm putting, you know, my best foot forward uh, trying to listen to more groups like that. But I'm a big 80s guy. You know, like the Peshmo, yeah. the Cure. Uh, uh, I, I really like the alternative rock. I listen to a lot of K-Rock. Uh, also, um, uh, 95.5 KLOS, which plays all like ACDC, yeah. you know, uh, Iron Maiden. So uh, I'm kind of like into that, like uh, rock heavy or heavy metal, you know, uh, that type of stuff. Uh, rap, again, I like underground rap. Uh, you know, like Deltron 3030, the, the Funky Homo Sapien, part of that group. Um, so, uh, you know, it's out there. I, I should get back to listening to music because, you know what, it is fun. Uh, again, my girlfriend loves all types of music. And honestly, if anybody is listening and, you know, hit me up because I got to learn how to <laughs> dance. Uh, apparently, I have no dance moves. That's just me. My girlfriend says uh, I'm okay. But, you know, that's just, you know, her being uh, an awesome girlfriend. Uh you know, you can tell me, you can tell me straight up. I don't know how to dance. Well, I'm telling you, I, I don't, don't either, know how so to dance. Don't feel too bad. And you, I'm sure you can take some classes and all that stuff. So, um, you know, I, I feel like I think this applies to everyone, which is you kind of really stick with the music that you listen to, like when you were in high school and maybe into going into college. And then yeah. you're kind of frozen in time there. And, I, and it applies to everybody, yeah. right? You you have your parents and they listen to stuff that when they were growing up is what they listen to. And unfortunately, I feel like I'm recognizing that the pa- the period of time in which I've been frozen in time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, you said Kendrick Lamar. I'm like, man, who is this guy? He's part of that sit down, yeah. be humble kid, you know? I'm like, and then you got like um, little, what is it? G, easy, some like everybody has like this weird like letter than money or or, or something or uh you know uh I don't oh, know man, man. I can't name. help <laughs> uh something something gang Gucci gang whatever I don't even know his name uh you know what it's it's cool you know it's just generations rap I I understand that um so I have to be more open minded to that and just kind of like hey it is what it is you know um is Drake yeah, still around um, Drake. <laughs> 
Patrick. I, I like okay. his stuff. It, it's very solid. It's uh, super listenable. It's very, uh, like, it's easy to get into. I, I feel like even people who aren't too much into rap, like Drake stuff, and a lot of his stuff sounds like it's their slow jams and stuff like that, too. He has that kind of style. So um, I like Drake. And for, Mondo, if you were interested in Kendrick Lamar, I mean, you have a Spotify subscription as well. Uh, a lot of his early stuff I actually like a lot. Um the the newer stuff tends to be a little more complex. He's experimenting with different things, but uh, the the older stuff is pretty solid. I think you might like it if you want to give it a shot. I'll, I'll give it a shot, man. I've been like I said, uh, my girlfriend she loves ska. Uh, oh yeah, and I forgot to mention that uh, earlier. Uh, you know, I went to uh, Ska Wars, which is their tenth annual Ska Wars, which was like this uh, pretty cool uh, theme that they you know put together. Um, so uh, I was listening to that for a bit, and I and I like it. It's it's like growing on me. Um, so you know what? I, I'm gonna try all this type of music. It's great. Always keep an open mind, everybody, because music is life, man, and it's just so relaxing. Yeah. You know? So uh, let us know what else you guys want us to talk about. Um, give us any feedback. We highly appreciate it. You know, this week I feel like I, I'm apologizing for the show in, in that I feel like I didn't see as many things as I wanted to, but. You know, this is one of the things about my character is that when I have free time, I typically lean towards wanting to play video games sometimes instead of watching a show. <laughs> yeah, same here. And I do apologize because uh, uh, as of, you know what, uh, last week, going into this week, uh, I'm going to be very, very limited in what I do normally because I love anime. Um, I love going out to the movies. Um, it's just that, you know, unfortunately... Um, kind of want to do something with my life. So I'm going back to school um, and I don't want to bore you guys with the equations or, or this and that, but I'll, I'll try to do my best uh, and try to keep myself busy at the same time, make some time for uh, what we do here on the podcast, on the show itself. Um, but like we said, Hey, any recommendations, you know, hit us up. That's and easy that operations QA at gmail.com. Or you can leave a comment on the Facebook page. Mondo will see it there. Let us know if uh, you have any suggestions, any topics you want us to cover, any questions that you want to ask. Uh, let us know. All right. Yep. yep. Well, we'll be here. That's going to do it for us this week. Thank you for listening. If you made it through to the end of the show, we very much appreciate it. A special thank you to uh, Facehugger for providing the music. Anyone else I'm missing, Mondo? Um, no, I think you got everyone. And you know what? Special happy Valentine's Day for everyone. Hope you spend it with uh, the person you love the most. And if you're single, don't worry, man. You know, there's hope for everybody. I thought I was going to be alone for a while. That was a good while. And then, you know what? I ended up meeting my girlfriend. And yeah, I'm and if you're single, don't worry about it. You don't need anyone else to make you happy but yourself. So you got to be happy with yourself before you get into a relationship. So don't even worry about it. Also, Pornhub. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a note to end on <laughs> if it makes it to the final cut. <laughs> All right. Good night, Mondo. All right. Good night, <laughs>